also with us today, and uh, we'll be talking about tonight's NFL action as well as the Major League Baseball wild card. Yeah, it is frosty cold over here, man. I go on cold runs once in a while, and I'll tell you, I've had them before, and I'll have them again. And, uh, you know, if this is the worst cold run I ever have, well, then I'm probably in, in good luck and in rare companies. You know, yesterday kind of was one of those days where it's kind of like it, it bottomed out for me. But, uh, you know, I always hit hit the bottom hard and bounce it back in a big way. Normally I make a Vegas trip, you know, when I, when I have a day like yesterday, but uh, no Vegas trips for me. We still have uh, quarantine. But uh, anyways, what we're going to do is we're going to turn the heat up, man. We're going to uh, bring in the uh, puck dogs. We're going to bring in Bittler and uh, we're going to get, start the new month in a right way and make October a absolutely killer month. Guys, how's it going? Ready to turn the heat up in here, man? Because uh, I got to tell you, I am Ice cold, ice cold. You ever ha- just have those days where it's like, you know, yesterday was a perfect day to be ice cold because it was like you didn't have to really suffer through a lot of the games, you know, or anything like that. It was like, like I had Padres, <laughs> do nothing, Cardinals, like right out of the game. It was just, you know, every single, it's, it's, we all have days like that and you're just like, you know, and then, you know, the, the, the coup de gras, you know, it's like, the Heat were winning by 13 points, and then all of a sudden, it was nothing really that the Lakers did special there. It was a brick fest. I oh, mean, yeah. they went through a 10 to 12 minute. It was Harrow, right? Just bricking shot after shot after shot. And it's like, if you're bricking and they're making, well, the game gets away from you in a hurry. You know? And that's exactly <laughs> what we saw. And we've seen it throughout the NBA playoffs. You know, Anytime there's been a, a run like that where a team's bricking shots, and the other team just, you know, hitting twos and threes on the other side. You know, uh, it doesn't matter how big the deficit is. It turns into a double-digit lead that they never really reel them in. They usually have extended it. Every team um, that's done that in the playoffs, we've seen it a bunch of times. The Houston Rockets did it. Remember when the Rockets did it? They did it to the Lakers, right? It was like, the you know, the Lakers did it to the Nuggets. The Nuggets did it. You know, it's like we've seen every team. The Heat have done it, right? I mean, every team in the playoffs has had a run against another team where it wasn't even a great defense or anything like that. It was just shots, wide open shots that were rushed and just bricking off the off the rim. But, um, yeah, today's another day, and we could get it started. So, uh, you know. I think that, uh, you know, t- today's another day, and, uh, you know, it, it's also a new month. Chris, you, you ended the month on a, on a higher note than I did, that's for sure. Um, what, what have you got in store for us today? Well, you know, I mean, I've learned never take it for granted because you could easily be on the other side of the coin. It went from one day to the next, but today I'm hoping to build on that nice day yesterday. Uh, got a uh, five pack over at the website. It's going off at twelve noon for MLB and a uh, and my top play in the uh, NFL tonight. Rod, what do you got for us going on today? And saw you had a winning day yesterday as well. Yeah, it would have been a great day yesterday if the uh, uh, NBA uh, if somebody wasn't shooting so many bricks. <laughs> well, it was. It was. It was like it wasn't even just Harrow's bricks. It was like. They couldn't even get the tip ins right around the right around the right around the bucket, right? They couldn't even get those to go. And it's like when you can't get those to go either, it's like it just gets ugly fast. And you know It did, yeah. 
So I was, I was, I was cheering for the over. I was like, come on, give it me just, over, it give just me the over. Ha- and, just, it, and it just didn't get there. And I yeah. was like, oh, uh, it's just, you know, there's some days and, and that's part of sports betting where there's nothing you can do. You know, it's just, yeah. there, it's the ball's going to go bounce the other way. And there are other days where it's like, you feel like you can't lose. Right. And it's just, yeah. sometimes it happens in bunches. Sometimes it's, you know, day after day. Sometimes you never, you, you know, you never know, but, uh, yeah, it's just it's just the way it is, you know. And it's like, I've had bad runs before, and I've had really good runs before. Thankfully, I've had a lot more good runs than bad runs. And, and you know, baseball's been murder on me this season. I'll I'll be honest, man. I I I, I people, you know, some people say, "Oh, Mitch does it." No, no, no. Mitch's record is out there. I'm accountable. You know, if I'm cold, I say I'm cold. I never sit here and like rip off records. That's this guy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's not me. I, I, I mock him, you know, when he does it, right? I mean, I, 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 I think we should come up. I think we should. Well, I have an idea for when Bittler does this that the rest of us should, you know. Well, then you're gonna like my my, my turn because well, you'll be able course. to have fun with me. Well, we're gonna we're gonna all. We're, I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna have like a group activity for when you do that. Then we'll have a new one every day. You know, like we'll be knitting or like baking or something. You know, or reading the paper. Or, so you in the background, do jumping jack. Yeah, you, you know, reading it, reading a cookbook or something. You know, because it's like oh, whoa, whoa. no one wants to hear that. <laughs> I mean, nobody. You know? A puck dog's, cook, dog's cook. Book. That'd be a good idea for uh, yeah. some kind of giveaway. Yeah. Favorite recipe. Where's the meatloaf? <laughs> <laughs> page, page one. Where's the meatloaf? Where's the meatloaf? You don't have to look very hard. I, I, I make a bacon wrapped meatloaf. You take your meatloaf and then you 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 zigzag your bacon and you put your meatloaf in the middle and you roll the bacon around your meatloaf and then you bake it. Oh, so Rod, good. where's that, that the meatloaf? Me meatloaf? I don't like meatloaf. No, oh, most people don't like meatloaf, but if you have bacon wrap meatloaf, people are yeah, like, would, what? Bacon wrap meatloaf? Oh. Anyway, today at the website, I got a triple play Thursday going. Um, three plays in MLB. I uh, love those plays like I did yesterday in the MLB. Let's keep it rolling and get the triple play at the website. Or I'm going to kick off uh, October, get uh, uh, a week pass for $99.99. I'm going to kick off October. Get one week for ninety nine bucks. Good riddance to September. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Good riddance to September. All right. All right. As far as I go, my day all hinged on the Cincinnati Reds Atlanta Braves game. When the Reds lost in the thirteenth inning, that took me to a one and two day, or it propelled me to a one and two day. Uh, as far as what I got special. Uh, because of my crappy uh, month of September, I'm offering up my college football pass rest of the season, including whatever postseason there is. $3.95, that's $100 off. Last year, 57%, number one on many sites in college football this year. 59% winners on the year, hitting around 2300 take-home. So check that out on the website, pickdogs.com. Picks, Brian Bittler, college football pass, 100 off. I got a three-pack out there. I got two Major League Baseball and one NFL. The lines came out late, so what I'll probably do is after the early um, MLB game goes off, I will probably add one of the later MLB games as well, create a new three-pack. If you bought the early three-pack for me, send me an email, Mitch at PickDogs.com. I'll give you the other pick for nothing. Anyways, uh, 
got uh, Sunday night football going off today, or Thursday night football. Got the Jets and the Broncos. Major line movement in this game, but I think this is one of those ones where uh, I think uh, you're betting on the number, and I think that the Sharps loved it at at one number. And I'm going to guess they don't like it so much at another number because it's one of those games. And if you're picking games based on a point or a half a point or something, that's eh, probably a game you should avoid anyway. But, Chris, uh, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Someone, some people out there uh, throwing some money at this team. Uh, this is what happens when you put games on a Thursday night, right? It's like <laughs> people, they lose all consciousness of the league's worst rush defense. Um, you have the worst rush defense in the NFL. You are the worst team in the NFL. That is pretty much because what do most coaches say they want to do? Run the football, right? What does everyone say? We want to run the football. We want to stop the run. The Jets have a coach that doesn't understand the fundamentals of football, which is blocking and tackling. Usually the team that blocks the best and tackles the best wins. That's pretty much what it comes down to in football. And the New York Jets, they do neither of those things well. Their best defender decided to take the COVID break. Their best offensive player doesn't want to be there. He took the. It's like if that the, the best offensive player doesn't want to be anywhere. You know, it's like he's in the other. Place. I don't want to be there. It's like I don't and I don't want to be here. I'm gonna sit here. It's like I'm gonna I'm gonna go through the motions here. It's like here's a guy that just wants to get paid for being. Uh, and I know people like this. You know, they just want to get paid for being who they are. Right? It's like I'm Mitch, so just pay me. <laughs> it's like, right? I mean, that's what this guy is. Right? I mean. They're, they're like handicappers, right, that want to be on the site all the time. I get emails every day. <laughs> Brian knows, knows some of these guys. And, uh, you know, he's always like, oh, we should have this guy. We should have this guy. I said, the issue is <laughs> that they don't enter picks. <laughs> it's like you can't, you can't give out winners or sell winners or sell anything or really do anything <laughs> if you don't actually – give out picks to games. That's part of being a handicapper. And I think part of being an NFL running back is is actually playing in the games and running the football. By the way, you Rod, I'm rivaling it. your Telly Savalas picture. I'm, I'm coming at you with it. Are you? Yes. My <laughs> wife uh, stuck the, the new picture in my, uh, in, on my set yesterday. I got this superstar right here, signed edition. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's my wedding picture. It's my wedding picture. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> is, that, is that your real hair in that picture? Yeah, that's yeah. That's wow, my, yeah, that looks fantastic. Yeah, I got, that, I, that's why I thought it was Telly Savalas. I, I had to look closer. I'm telling you, I, 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 first. this is the thing. I have hair. I have hair. So do I, but. No, no, but my hair is light blonde. So when I when it's cut down like this, like how it is, you can't see it because it's light blonde. If I had like black hair, then I would have like you know, I mean, it wouldn't be as it, I would probably back a little bit, but it definitely comes out to like here, in this area. It's it's just that's light blonde. In Hawaii, I couldn't find anybody to cut my hair, so I just said, screw it. I just shave the whole thing myself. It's easier. I'll tell you what, if you let me live in the back, I could do your hair for you once a month. Put a little, build a little bit of 
extra studio for me. How about yeah. this? If you touch me, I'm calling the police. <laughs> <laughs> How does that sound? I'll tell you what, I can fix you up real nice. You you even suggest that you're gonna put your hand on me in any in any way. <laughs> A good way, bad way. Whatever way. <laughs> I'm calling the cops. Sam, what are you doing? <laughs> Sam, not looking there. Genuine, uh, usually a barber has to put his hands on you. That's how it works. Yeah. Well, it's okay. I'm good. <laughs> He's like, I'll grow dreadlocks before I <laughs> I'm good. Anyways, Chris. J E T S Jets Jets Jets. I, we we know who Bittler likes here. We'll, we'll go there well, in a minute, you know, because you know, he doesn't. The sign's fairly obvious, so I mean. Uh, J E T S suck suck suck. I, there's no way. The Jets offense 32nd in points scored. Okay, 12.3 points per game. Okay, 88.3 rushing yards per game. 28th in in the league. 175.3 passing yards per game. 31st in the league. Overall offense, 32nd in the league. This is an offensive head coach that they have. I mean, they have, they have an offensive head coach. They're uh, so bad right now that they will finish 33rd in a 32-team league. The, That's how bad they are. The Jets, the JTS Jets, are 27th in the NFL in points allowed at 31.3 per game. And... 24th in rushing yards allowed at 133 per game. 15th in passing yards allowed. And 17th in overall defense, 372 yards a game. That's, that's why I'm saying the only, the only thing that's going to be in the right position when the Jets are taking the field on defense tonight is the goalpost because there is no way, no how, I am backing this Jets team. They are horrible. Even They're going to make Brett Rippin look like a superstar tonight, I have a feeling, but... As far as, like, I, I, I'm going to take the, the Broncos and the points in the game. I'm probably, I don't even know if I'm going to watch this game. I might just put on the baseball instead. But uh, two props I would, I would look at as well. Probably the first score to be a field goal. I think at minus 115. I know it's juicy. It's not a first touchdown prop. But I just think that, that one's going to cash. And uh, Melvin Gordon over in the rushing yards. I think Broncos going to pound the ball all day. You going to let Bittler groom your beard anytime soon? Um, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. Just asking. It's a little cold in Canada. I only go to yeah. Canada. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I don't. I'm trying to get a free trip to Hawaii. That's what. Ra- oh, Roger, okay. Roger, inviting Brian over for a manscaping. No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, my, my father-in-law cut my hair during the, when the start of COVID happened, when no one, none of the barber shops were open, and the chair fell over, and he still had the clipper in his hand and grew a racing stripe in the top of my head, so I had to, <laughs> so I had to shave it all off. But he left, he got, probably got my hairline, like he gave me the LeBron hairline to about here, and then left a giant tuft at the back, so I looked like Adam Sandler and Click. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, almost had the out the nose on that one. Um, <laughs> Rod, what are you thinking in this uh, Sunday night debacle? This Thursday night disaster. Yes. Yuck. Ugh. For me, I, I can't. I'm not. I, I would. I would not be laying with no Jets. Um, I, I'll take Denver here. 
You give me Denver on, on money line here. How about you, Brian? Well, as they'll say on probably some of the other lame shows, somebody's O has got to go tonight. Uh, I say that. I say that. I say <laughs> that. Oh, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Anyway. I said it in our video on Sports Chat. I was thinking of another site, but because oh, right. they say it too. Oh, but, do they? Yeah. It's boxing. Anyway. It's a boxing thing. <laughs> Just like the Wednesday on Wednesday, which wasn't a Wednesday yesterday for me. Anyway, in this game, I like the over. It's Wednesday. Some... It's always Wednesday here. <laughs> Wednesday. It's always Wednesday here. I like the over in this one. I know people don't think of much scoring coming from uh, the Jets or even the Broncos, but Jets' defense is pretty horrible, and uh, I don't know. I, I, Broncos really haven't held anybody down. I think they're giving up about 25 a game. So I'll Take the Canutes. <laughs> Give me the over, the total, and I like Sam Darnold to score the first touchdown. Plus 600. Alright. I think you go back to that Bronco tight end, Noah Font. Oh, I love Noah Font as far as fantasy players go, but the Jets are so bad. It only pays plus two hundred and it's just not enough of a how about Philip Lindsay? I think he's plus six hundred, I'm not sure. I'd have to go back and look at it. What about Jerry Judy? Because he's going to torch him. Right? I mean, he's going to have him. He's in my fantasy lineup tonight, Jerry Judy. Oh, add them all. Hamler, Judy, Lindsey, Font. It's a Broncos stack, as they call it. Yeah, it's weird because, like, last week the Jets were the 11.5-point dogs, and then it's like this thing goes to 13.5, and, and you're like, wow, that's a ton of points for an NFL game. But, I mean... The thing is, I laid those points, and I was never worried for one second. Like, the Jets scored early, which was weird that they had scored, right? They just scored points in the game. And it was still, I wasn't even worried at all because the next play, the, the Colts just went right down the field. My guess is you're going to see some Jet sweeps to Jerry Judy tonight. They're going to do whatever they can to get him the ball. And... Uh, you know, if you can't, if you don't have a quarterback that can get him the ball, then you got to just hand him the ball, and that's what eventually what they're going to do. And that's what it's kind of like what the Niners did last year with their wide receiver, the guy who's out for the season is killing him, um, the guy from South Carolina. What's his name again? That South Carolina wide receiver on the, on the Niners, who's like Debo Samuel. That's it. And then they finally started handing him the ball because. They had a quarterback that can't throw the ball more than four <laughs> yards. So what they do is they hand it to him. That's what, that's what the Broncos will do with Jerry Judy. Eventually. I don't know. Rippin is pretty – I've seen him play in the preseason before. He's pretty bad. Yeah, he's horrific. Boise quarterbacks are bad. I mean, they're, they're terrible in the NFL. Kellen Moore was a Boise quarterback. He was really good. Then you had uh, – oh, man, the quarterback that uh, – from Boise, the one that I saw at the craps table over at, uh, it might have been Brett Rippon. I mean, the quarterback that I saw at the craps table at uh, in Vegas, at uh, man, it's been so long since Casino Royale. He's at the craps table and he's like, he's wearing a cowboy hat, and he's like, I had par, I was parlaying the hard ten. I had twenty dollar hard ten. I hit it and I, so I parlayed. I put the whole you know, hundred and sixty plus the twenty, so I had one hundred and eighty on the hard ten. He's like. That's that's. <laughs> he's looking at me like that's a good bet. I said, 
I know you. <laughs> You're that Boise quarterback, man. You stink. You cost me so much money. It's like, it's like that didn't stink. It's like, Adam, it's like, I'm like, well, what about this? He's like, man, you really watch the games. I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. I don't know, man. I hate gays. So I love betting against them. I, I understand Brian's line movement here and all that other stuff. And 82%, you know, 66% of the public on the Broncos. And you're starting to see actually a lot more of the public here moving to the Jets. You are. You know, as the line has moved, you're seeing a lot more of the public move too. So I think Brian maybe might have missed that part of the equation. But you are seeing a lot of public move here. But the Broncos' offense has been dreadful. 29th in, in offense, 27th. This could be a one-point game. So getting points, you know, with a better team. The Broncos at least have been competitive. The Jets have been just crushed. They got crushed on the road. They got crushed at home. The Niners, right? That was, bitch. That was, a, that was what you call a slaughter. Denver, when you look at their opponents, Tennessee Titans, 14-16, right? The, the, the kicker on the Titans missed um, 35 field goals in that game. 26-21 against the Steelers and 28-10 against Tom Brady. And that was this past weekend, Rippon's first start. 36-7 at Indy, 31-13 at home to, uh, to San Francisco. And a respectable 27-17 at Buffalo. 0-3 against the number for the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Anyways. Brian, what we notice here is that a lot of... The, back in. What we notice here is that there's a lot of public money coming in here on the Jets. A lot of public money. This is moving quickly. See? Oh, let me, let me pull mine up real quick. I mean, I'm saying that there's still, there's still more on the Broncos, but it's de- the number is definitely moving. <coughs> That the public money is moving on the Jets. What I see is 44% bets Jets, but 67% of the money on the Jets. So, in my opinion, the big right, but it was, but it was, but before it was like 70 30 or maybe even more. So, what you're seeing is a lot of public bets on the Jets. I think this is late money chasing the Sharps, and I think it's dead money. You're chased the Sharps, you're dead because the Sharps are on a number, the Sharps are getting two and a half. They're not. They're not. Maybe, the, they're not maybe the number actually fluctuated with the quarterback. Maybe they thought Lock Luck was going to start. Lock was going to start quarterback. He's, been, for the he's out. So like he's been out for like he's out for like six to eight weeks. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out myself. I think me and you are see this game differently, but we'll see how it turn how it plays out the field. I'm on the six o'clock show. For those of you that were wondering today. Let's see who else is on with us. Alex Smart. Al Nunes. Chris Ruffalo. Rod Zawacki is on, Shane Mickle, me, and Tony T. Yep, we'll have three new additions in the month of October on the live show. We've got Kevin Thomas coming on board, Damian Sash, and Charles Ormsby from Spread Knowledge. All will be on the live shows in October. Might even get some other guys. I'm going to go rouse them up. Anyways, Major League Baseball, five games today. How about this two out of three format? It's it's kind of hollow. I'm gonna say. I, is, I'm gonna yeah. say. I'd rather have five. Yeah, five. I'm gonna say that yeah. the other that the other rule changes in baseball. I really liked all of them, I, except for the. I didn't. I don't like the DH. I think you should go, but I can understand it in a shortened season. But it's like 
Um, I like the guy starting on second base in the extra innings. You know, I like, you know, some of these other things, which they don't do in the playoffs. Did you notice that in the uh, in the Reds game? Because that game would have been over, right? Oh, it's I like, noticed it. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed the Reds having guys on first and third and not being able to get them in from simple stuff like that. But speaking, of the, speaking of the Reds, they kind of remind me of uh, one of my favorite baseball names out there. Um, that would be Finito Santiago. I believe the Reds are done here against the I think the you got the wrong team there. Well, I think the Reds are done. Um, they had their fun, and I think yesterday they had their chances, and they had more chances, and they had even more chances. And when Joey Votto had to wait for the ball to go through and was only able to make it to third base, that's how you end up losing to the Atlanta Braves, who I was shocked only scored one run, but Trevor Bauer, a mammoth. I don't even know how you say it. Mammoth performance, right? Epic. Right. Yeah. Really way beyond his pay grade. Way beyond Stanley, anything that we Stanley. could possibly have expected from him. I know the Reds fans who said, you know, when I said on my video, Bauer's not their number one. He is our number one. You know, it's like, you don't know anything. Well, I might not know anything, but I don't consider Trevor Bauer a number one pitcher. But after yesterday, I'm going to guess that that was probably worth at least five to seven million dollars on his next contract renegotiation. Maybe more. Anyways, Ian Anderson, formerly of Jethro Tull, now on the Atlanta Braves. Um, up against Luis Castillo. We've seen Castillo. He had a couple real dominating performances in there. But then some not-so-dominating performances after that. Chris, um, what's your favorite Tull song? Locomotive Breath or are you Aqualung guy? I mean, those are pretty much the big two. <laughs> I only started getting into Jethro Tull since you started making this reference on the show. But <laughs> A lot of people think Ian Anderson is Jethro Tull, which he is. <laughs> but it's like they think that his name is Jethro Tull. You know, it's got to be. I don't know who Jethro Tull is as a person, but I'm going to guess it's kind of like Leonard Skinner. Kind of very <laughs> Their Their gym teacher was named Leonard Skinner. That's what they named the band after. Um, but anyways, Ian Anderson, all, you know, all fantasy expectation team, but really, um, you know, 1.95 ERA guy again, you know, it's like the Rays have like these sub two ERA guys and they just wheel them out and their number one is out, was out for the season. I mean, I could say the future is bright in Atlanta and the, and the payroll is going to be very big um, in the future there. But, uh. So, Luis Castillo, we kind of thought that, you know, maybe he was on to something. But then, against Minnesota, he was a dumpster fire in that Pineda matchup, right? He was just absolutely horrific. And, uh, you know, he, he – I don't know. You know, this is, this is kind of like – I could see this being another tight game and Castillo not being good enough. You know, that's pretty much what I think, you know, here. Yeah. What do you think? I think you took the words right out of my mouth, my mouth just now. I, Ian Anderson, I liked what I saw from him in the regular season, and I think over the course of the year, at least late on, teams were hitting like 108 against his changeup, which is his money pitch. And, you know, Castillo, he's, he, he was going into the season, I thought he was going to rival Sonny Gray as the ace in that rotation, but then he, he blew up late, and I I think you're, you're, you're spot on. I think it's just going to be a case of, the Reds not being able to produce again, 
Uh, it's just going to have to come up just short. I think the Braves win this one and sweep the series. Rod, they scored one run in 13 innings yesterday. Um, total seven and a half in this one. Um, any chance they score seven and a half times more runs in this game than they did yesterday? I, I don't think so. Uh, I'm going to stick with the under. I don't think we're going to see a big pile of, of runs again. Give me the under here. Brian Bittler, your Reds uh, prop bet hangs in the balance here. Your future. Um, your uh, future think, uh, Your future is looking at you. <laughs> and staring Castillo, at you in the face. <laughs> I think Castillo goes seven strong innings today. I think we see a good start from Anderson. So I like the under here. I don't know why, how you could not like the under. I could, see Castillo, under. I could see Castillo going seven strong, but the problem is I could see it being one or two runs strong and, and – I don't know if that's good enough. Because the Reds had a lot of chances. It's not like they didn't have chances. The Reds had way more chances than the Braves. Way more. And they just couldn't do it. It was like, it was unbelievable, right? First and third. It was like, they seemed to have first and third almost every inning. And got nothing. Oh, I was time like after that. time after time. It's got to just suck the wind right out of your sails. Well, 13, 13 men left on base, too. That's, that, that's probably the story of that game. I think I lost the most money on the Reds this season out of any baseball team. It was uh, the first and third now out, and I was like, oh, man. No, that's, that's, I'm like, oh, man, the Reds are going to score. Oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah, I was texting Rod. I thought I had that one in the bag. But what are you going to do? Well, we've got you, um, Darvish. In to save the day for the Chicago Cubs. Um, up against Sixto Sanchez. And, boy, you know, the Cubs are cruising right along. one nothing, right? And you just figured it was a Hendricks day. And, you know, all of a sudden, the wheels fell off the cart. Chris, um, I love the fall in Chicago. I used to love the farmer's market on State Street. It's one of my favorite places to go, and they have it in the summer out there in State Street. And then when you get into the fall, they pick all the watermelons, you know, and they're just awesome. And this would be really the best time for the watermelons. Um, but, uh, yeah, shitty day at Wrigley yesterday. I'm <laughs> sure it was, uh, you know, there's some lousy days at Wrigley Field. They put a sports book in there, right, at Wrigley. It's like, put a book in, you know, at Wrigley. It's Turn this into a real dump. Next thing, they'll just have some craps tables so you don't have to watch the games anymore. Um, it's like, where were you? It's like, I went to get one of those frozen, whatever they call them. It's like a frozen milkshake or something they sell, right? It's like, anyone ever get those at the at the ballpark? It's like this frozen thing. They call it like a milkshake or something. And it's like it's, a custard or something? No, no. It's like frozen like a brick, though. It comes in oh, one of those cups, okay. you know, with... Has the little paper tab, you know, you peel off the top, and then they give you the wooden spoon, and it's like it's got no chance, right? It's, it's, it's got no chance. You're, you're, you're digging in for your first scoop. Yeah, it it's off. like it's like they give you this wooden spoon. That's like it's not even really a spoon. It's kind of like a paddle, like on both sides, like this, and it's like it's got no chance against this frozen thing. It has no. zero chance. It, it looks like a tongue depressor kind of thing, and you're like, really? Well, what am I supposed to do with this thing? It's like, <laughs> it's like, honey, where were you? I went to go get one of those frozen milkshake things. 
You got 30 bucks I can borrow? <laughs> it's like, I thought you came with 400. I don't know. I must have lost my wallet. <laughs> there was a milkshake in a sports book. I couldn't say no. Yeah, I did get the milkshake. It happened to be next to the crap table. <laughs> I'm waiting for the day where I'm at a crap table. You just see someone walking along with a tray with a milkshake on it. <laughs> like, what? Someone's interested in Rod's bacon wrapped meatloaf. I'm way behind on the comments as usual. <laughs> uh, for for this one, I, I'm gonna take the under. Uh, I, I like what we saw from Sixto Sanchez this season, and I think you Darvish is gonna throw everything at the wall to keep the Cubs in this game. So, and give me the under. Rod, I like the over. Um... So uh, limped into the playoffs, not looking so good. I think he gets roughed up today. Give me the over. Brian Bittler, don't touch Boys. me. Keep your hands off me. Sixto Hernandez had a little bit of trouble down the stretch. I guess being young, you know, usually towards the end of the season, young pitchers sometimes are, uh, have trouble finishing. But I'm going to take a chance with Sixto here. Cubs are floppers. Give me 50 bucks on the Cubs. I mean, yeah, 50 bucks on the Marlins. Take six, though. Six, though, all day. You ever see, like, the seagulls? Do they, can you see it on TV, like, when the seagulls? I've seen one pick up a full slice of pizza. Those things, I mean, they are just <laughs> abnormal. Those, those seagulls at Wrigley Field? Do they have? I mean, are the seagulls still swarming, like, in the seventh inning, even though there's no fans there? Because, like, you, it's seventh inning of a Cubs game, like, on a Saturday, you know? Or Sunday, the seagulls are just swarming those 220 starts. It's like they know, you know, they know it's like people are leaving and there's all kinds of food there. I've seen one pick up a full slice of pizza. Those, things, those are <laughs> strong birds, man. I'm, I know I'm setting myself up here, but I, I remember my first first memory from a Jays game was a seagull taking a hot dog out of my hand. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm holding on to the thing. I look at my dad who's sitting next to me, and then all of a sudden I feel my hand get lighter, and I'm like, where the hell did my hot dog go? <laughs> and then I just see a, a seagull flying away with a hot dog. I'm like, you asshole. <laughs> seagulls, it's like, that seagull's like, you don't need it. that's what happened to me at uh a couple years ago i used to live in kentucky years ago and uh i went to get pad thai and i asked for extra peanuts on it and this you don't need it (laughs) okay (laughs) my wife of course we weren't married at the time but she was with me and she's just like (laughs) what you can't look like I was like, I don't know. I was like, you don't need it. It was like, ouch. Whenever we want to tell you to, or tell you to stop, we'll just say no more peanuts. Oh man, Oakland against the White Sox. I'm in the stall. I've been in a stall pattern because I'm waiting to hear who the starters are. Gonna I just be. saw a line come up for White Sox Oakland, but I don't know if it's correct or not. I'm seeing 127 Oakland. and 117. Um, well, it's 127, yeah. Yeah, so I show, but I'm going to guess the starters are, I mean, it's got to be either Dunning or uh, Lopez, right, for the White Sox here. Yeah, I think so. It's probably. Because Cease, Cease went yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I don't think it's done for the White Sox for it's sure. Dunning. Yeah. And for the probably Montas for the Ace. We can guess. I would think so. Also, maybe fires. I'm thinking it might be fires. Yeah. This is gonna. I think it's these games are all. This game is all hands on deck. I'm gonna guess like you're probably gonna see Giolito pitch an inning or two, type game. These are those games. Anyways, you want to come back to this one and wait and see if we get some late information? Let's do that. Yeah, we'll go to sure. we'll go to San Diego where the Cardinals jumped all over the. Uh, Padres early, and then the Padres had their chances, and Hero turned to goat as Tatis soft roller to the shortstop, two outs in first and second. Um, yeah, it's pretty much the way that went. America's first baseman, the best nickname in all of sports, Paul Goldschmidt, with the two-run dinger to get the get the fireworks started in that one. Um, yeah, the Cardinals have been dogs all season long. I mean, just play, I don't mean like underdogs. I mean like playing like dogs all season, and then they decide to wake up for that game. You think they carry it over here and close out the Padres? I, I think so. I think you know we've seen how the uh, the divisions kind of limited everybody to playing within their division this year, but. Uh, the Cardinals have a ton of experience playing against Davies from when he played for the Brewers. I think that's just a bit of an edge, enough of an edge that gives the Cardinals a, a lean here. So give me give me St. Louis and plus money. Rod? Uh, I, I like the Padres here. Uh, I think the Padres bounce back. <clears throat> Young, grit, drive. They try, and they're definitely not going to give up. So uh, give me the Padres here. Send this to game three. Adam Wainwright is like either, you know, pitches like the crafty veteran or he gets hit hard right out of the gate. Like, you know, and I mean, I don't mean like, you know, a two run homer hard. I mean, like six runs hard, you know, Brian, what do you think we see in this one? Uh, Padres might be a little bit down losing, you know, Cle- uh, Lamette and Clevenger. Uh, this is the year. This is the time of year. Cardinals always seem to excel playoff tested. Give me Wainwright and the Cardinals here plus money. Got the Brewers against the Dodgers. 4-2 last night. Kind of mundane. Boring. Ordinary. Really nothing fun about it type game. Got Woodruff and Kershaw going in this one. I was surprised. And that was really with the Brewers, you know. The Brewers went with, you know, we don't have anybody to pitch this game. Now they have their number one up against Kershaw. I think this is. I think we got ball game in this one. I, I like the under. I think this one's going to be tight as a vice, man. What do you think, Chris? I mean, you got two teams with major playoff experience. These are probably the two most experienced teams out there. You know, Chris. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see how Woodruff does in, in an actual start. I mean, he he got a win over Kershaw in the NLDS a couple of years ago, but uh, I think this is a tight game. I think this is a one-run game, so I'll take the Brewers plus the one and a half. You know, we've seen Kershaw struggle in the playoffs before, so. What if Brian wanted to give you, like, a foot massage with the uh, haircut and beard? Oh, I don't do foot massage. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't do it. No, my feet are off limits for no. anybody. <laughs> how, about, how about calves? Soon, calves can get a little tight. So. Uh, but then you're traveling north, and I didn't know. No, I'm, I'm okay. All right. I'm, I'm good. Asking for a friend. Rod? 
<laughs> we're, not, we're, we're no longer friends if this, if this is who you're asking for. <laughs> for. For me in this one, like we know, I'm, I'm not a Kershaw guy, man. Uh, give me Woodruff here. Uh, playoff Kershaw, we've seen what his what he can do. Mr. Blowup. So, uh, I'll, I'll take a shot with uh, the Brewers here at 2-1. Uh, to one. Plus 200, two, plus 210. Yeah, worth a shot. Give the Brewers for 50 bucks. Ryan? Yeah, I think Kershaw's tired of hearing how he sucks in the playoffs, and Woodruff is a stud. Give me the under here. It's the only way you can go in this game. Our website is this right here. That's, I, always, I always, when I get questions, so... The two questions that I always say I must not be doing it right is what is your website? Since there's since it clearly says it on our YouTube page, right, with a link on both of our YouTube pages with links. And now, what's your best pick today? Well, not just that. No, it's not your, what's your best pick today. Where can I buy your picks? That's the other one that I get all the time. Where can I buy your picks? So, which which since we sell picks as well, as a business. Means to tell me that we must be doing something wrong. <laughs> it's like, right? I don't know. I don't know how you can't figure that out. But well, hey. because I think people I would rather ask than look. That, yep, true. It's like they have no problem getting you to stop everything you're doing to do it for them. Something they could do themselves in half the time of less effort than sending the email or typing in that question. It's it, the URL is shorter. All right, White Sox and A's. Chris? Yeah, I'm trying to see if I can find the pitching matchup, but if, if, if it's Dunning and Fires like I'm seeing in, in, in a lot of the comments, I'll take a shot with the White Sox. I, I know Fires is a more experienced pitcher, but I, I just think the, the White Sox pull it out somehow, and I think Fires is... It blows up at the worst possible time. So give me, give me the White Sox. The Jets have the better defense. That's the twist. The numbers don't say the Jets have the better defense. Neither is if you stack the rosters. You want to, let's do player for player. Broncos defense against Jets defense. I, I'll guarantee <laughs> you, you're not even close. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Both these guys are. Both these teams are missing their best defender. All right, we know that. Right, the Jets are missing their middle linebacker. And the Broncos are missing their uh, pass rusher, right, Von Miller. But I would still say the Broncos have a much better, defense. much better. Because what you had a few years ago, the Jets had a better defense when they had a defensive head coach and they drafted defense all the time. But those great players that they drafted are long gone, right? Even Jamal Adams gone, right? It's like he was. It's like I'm too good for this. Defense. Like, you never get better when you get rid of your best player. Ask the Red Sox. Never happens. Rod, what do you think White Sox A's? Uh, for me in this game, um, the, White, the White Sox stranded, what, 10 guys on base yesterday? Um, just couldn't get that one hit they needed. Um, I think they do a thing. Give me, give me the White Sox today. Uh, I don't think they leave that many guys on. White Sox are young and hungry, and I think they beat up on 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 Friars or Friars or whoever's pitching for Oakland today. 
Dude, if it's fi- I don't think I think that they don't want to pitch fires today because uh, I mean I think it'd be Matas first. Yeah, because fires gives up. I mean, when he gives up, if you ever see the Mike Trout home run reel, Driscoll's Driscoll's not playing. It's like this guy is making these comments. It's like the the Jets defense better. Driscoll is 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 poop emoji, but Driscoll's not playing. <laughs> it's like. Well, Rippin's poop emoji, too. They're oh, poop absolutely. Poop. Straight Fucking poop. the Jets are super oh, pooper emojis. Yeah, so yeah. Sam, Darnold's, Sam Darnold's not a poop emoji. <laughs> Sam Darnold's a cluster emoji. Yeah. Would, would Sam Darnold be vomit emoji? I mean, vomiting smiley face emoji? I mean, I'm not even sure Can we get a moth emoji? Rod's the most familiar here with the emojis. Um, but uh, I'm going to guess that, uh, yeah, Sam Darnold, uh, he's... Let's look at Darnold's numbers this season. He's his he's he's a gem. His QB range is barely above Haskins. Oh. Yeah, but what about his completion percentage <laughs> to the other team? That's that's where Darnold I think really that, that might be higher than his own. Yeah, that's where Darnold specializes. He loves to throw the ball to the other team. He's very good at it. Very good. It's 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 almost it's like. Philip Rivers without the quick release and tight spiral. Look at Sam Darnold. Stuff. Rivers used to have a tight spiral, now he just lobs it up there. If anyone knows about a tight spiral, it's you. Um, <laughs> anyways. Oof. Oof. <laughs> uh, I'll take Sam Darnold any day we're ripping. But. Three TDs, four interceptions. I'm offended by Sam. <laughs> I'm personally offended. 562 yards passing over three games. He's been sacked six times. He hasn't fumbled it yet this year. And normally he is a straight fumbler. Last year he had six of them. So he's due. Because <laughs> that is, six fumbles is about one point something, right? Every every four games, right? Six how many? Yeah, so he's he's totally due <laughs> for at least two of them. Yeah, he's not he's not a good football player. Um, what do you think, White Sox A's? Oh, it's my turn. <laughs> turn out the light. The party's over for the White Sox today. Oakland put the boot on the White Sox neck. Next season, you'll see the White Sox get to the World Series. Not this year. They're out. All right, seriously, let me give you a real pick now. Oakland, easy today. Easiest game in the card. <laughs> okay. I thought the Jets were the easiest game. Nah. If it was if it was a Sunday game, would you be betting this Jets-Broncos game? Nope. Chris? Probably, most likely not, no. Chris? No, you'd have to pay me to bet it. Rod? This be no, as your... I said, yeah, as I said yesterday to Brian, I'm like, I wouldn't even bet your money on this game. <laughs> well, I would bet your money on this game. With my money, it's an insult. But um, <laughs> it's... Well, we know how road teams do on a short week on Thursday night football. I mean, uh, seems like this. Uh, we'll see. What do you think about Georgia Auburn at Georgia, Brian? Mm, I kind of like Georgia the late. I, I like Auburn, man, getting points usually, but I like Georgia. That made me a statement. Last year was tight as a vice, man. The, the score that, that 
kind of pushed Georgia over the top last year was late in the game. And Auburn actually had a chance at the onside kick at the end of the game. And it bounced off the Georgia player. And they had the chance at the ball. And it went, they like jumped on the ball and it went out of bounds. They, they really had the chance. It wasn't like, oh, they had, you know, they had a chance and it got away. I say that now and then after we get done with this, I'm looking at college football for Saturday. I go, oh, Mitch is right about Auburn. I really like how this line looks. And this no, situation. no, I'm just, we're just getting first impressions. Yeah. I'm just throwing out some games. We got some time. My first impression was Georgia, but, you know, I could change that at the end of the we got day. Some, we got some time to kill. About, um, let's see. What about um, Navy Air Force, Chris? Yeah, it's going to be a lot of a lot of clock chewed up in that game. Um, I think the line shifted like crazy, didn't it? Like, yep. Like, the force went from uh, plus one to plus seven. I, the problem is I still can't get that 55-3 loss to BYU out of my head. Uh, but then they had to come back win against Tulane. That's true, too. Um, okay, you know what? Yeah, Air Force hasn't played yet this year. Uh, I'll, I'll lay the points with Navy. Rod, how about um, Oklahoma, Iowa State? Uh, for me, I'll, I'll take Oklahoma to bounce back. Iowa State looked awful. On the road, um, laying seven for the Sooners. 63 on the total there in a Big 12 game. Anything <laughs> south of 70 is definitely on the radar, right? Um, yeah, established that last week. Our number is our number is seventy in Big Twelve games at ten touchdowns. That's when we can start to maybe even consider that it's not going to go over. It's like ten touchdowns. Yeah, <laughs> I think you have to consider Iowa State a little bit a chance to upset maybe Oklahoma who's reeling after losing that game. I don't know. We're dealing. Who's uh, who's on upset alert this week, Brian? college football, like of the big boys. I just, I, I think I, Iowa State at first glance would be a game I'm going to look at for money line maybe. You never know. What about the 53% uh, of the public that's on, uh, 53% of the, of the bets that are on Texas Tech against Kansas State here? Move the line from three and a half to two and a half, right through a key number with the hook. I, uh, I like Texas yeah Texas Tech a lot here. Uh, it's outright. Usually teams, after beating a team like Oklahoma, I'll be fading them then the next week. So well, well, I'll be on Texas Tech. A little table Texas. saw going on somewhere. <laughs> I, was just, I was like, what the hell? I've heard of chopping wood. They're sawing wood out there outside. Nice. Get some fires going for the winter. Got a nice, got one of those in Philly, right? It's like they. It's not me, it's a neighbor. I always think Philly, you know, the firewood, they got the garbage can like in Rocky. You know, they're all sitting there. Yo, Rocko! I think that's back in the 70s when they had steel garbage cans. They're oil drums. Chris, uh, how about what, what upset are you looking for this weekend? <laughs> no, we talked about it in one of our videos, but I really like TCU's chances against Texas. Man, this TCU team is well coached, and, and they've actually beaten Texas five of the last six years. Uh, this may go back to you know Tom Herman not being able to step up in big games, but you know eleven and a half. I don't. Know, I think that number. I think that could even be going down to about seven. I'd still play it at uh, TCU. So. 
It's actually up to 12 and a half again. Yeah, I think Chris is right. <clears throat> so I'm writing down TCU. That looks like yeah, a we, really good. We did a video play. on this one. We po- It's posted on Sports Chat Place. Where Chris and I did a video on this one, and we both took TCU. So yeah. Gary, Patterson, Gary Patterson owns Texas. He owns Texas. That's how you keep a job at TCU through good and bad and whatever. You beat the you beat the crap out of Texas every year. This is like a game of the year. This is a game of the year for the TCU guys. They've been had this circle. Oh. Well, Gary Patterson's had it circled since the day they hired him. He he gets up for the Texas game. That is for sure. There's a reason why he's one of the t- top paid coaches in all of college football. Gary Patterson, TCU. I, I can always, easily see I'll Texas tell you, only up three points. Every time Miami team. has a head coaching opening, I always hope that this guy's name surfaces, but he makes so much money. Um, I can only imagine what he would do running our defense. Anyways, uh, Rod, what's the biggest blowout on the card for college football? Biggest blowout? I, I think Alabama, man. I think Alabama plays 60 minutes and they blow them out. Run them over. I don't think it's even close. Kind of like um, on the blowout side, I think that maybe we see, uh, let's see. I could see a blowout in the uh, the biggest blowout. Maybe... It, all right, the biggest blowout is going to be Oklahoma State against Kansas. I could see that UC. one being 30-plus. <coughs> UCF over Tulsa. Tulsa is it at Tulsa or at UCF? Because at, at Tulsa, it's always like you, you guys ever like bet on a game and you see a ref on the field and you're like, oh, no, not this guy. <laughs> Yeah, the guy, some guy that's walking around with the cane and the sunglasses. It's like, no, it's like the same. It's like this guy always grew. Right? It's like, <laughs> no, it's not this guy. My wife is always like, you say that about every one of these guys. It's like, <laughs> it's like oh, man. But Tulsa always, I mean, at home, it's, it's brutal, man. I've had some brutal calls against me at Tulsa. That's for sure. I've had some brutal SMU at home this week as a dog, the Mustangs. Playing a Memphis team hasn't played yet this season because of COVID. All right. You guys want to do a little two-team parlay or something or three-teamer to end the show? Chris, you got anything? Or you just want to say something like, you know, Bittler, you touched me. I'm calling, <laughs> calling the cops. <laughs> you lay, uh, you lay one paw on my hair. You lay one paw on my skull. I'm calling the cops. <laughs> I can't fault Brian for trying to get a trip to Hawaii. There's nothing. Trip to Hawaii. Come on. <laughs> um, no, but I, I will add. I'll on. meet I, in I, South I, Jersey for the haircut. How's that sound? <laughs> I'll, I'll add on to it. What you guys were just talking about. I think biggest blowout of the of the college football schedule to me stands out in Mississippi State against Arkansas. I think uh, I really think that air raid offense with Mike Leach and. KJ Costello is going to do some damage against Arkansas. Who just, yeah, they, they held their own against Georgia for for the first half. But Where's this also, question? What was the question? The, the biggest blowout of the week. I didn't ask you. I gave you the, I know. the upset. I know, but 
I know, but, <laughs> I know, but you asked me if there was anything else I wanted to say, and that's oh. what I wanted to say. Oh. Go, go <laughs> ahead. You're not allowed to actually say what you want to say. Oh, okay, <laughs> fine. Go ahead. Say whatever it is. You know. Whatever. I've lost all. I've lost all. And people say Mitch is a control freak. I've lost any control I had of this program. Uh, fine. Okay, fine. Mississippi State biggest bowl of the week. Two team parlay. Uh, let's go. Uh, Braves and Marlins. Rod? Go uh, White Sox, Braves, Padres. Arcade winner. Brian, $25 uh, bet on something here, or you want to do? No, no parlay for me. Just guys plays a big bet on Oakland. You won't be sorry. They're going to put the White Sox out today. Wow, I'm, I'm What's the laughing emoji? <laughs> under, we haven't heard that in a bit. Uh, under in the football game, under in the uh, in the Dodgers game against the Brewers, and uh, under in the, uh, in the in the Braves game against the uh, Reds. That's my parlay birdcage for today. Anyways, thanks everyone for joining us. It was fun. We didn't have a lot to talk about, but somehow we managed to talk for quite some time on here. 57 minutes and 8 seconds to be exact. But uh, anyways, thanks guys for joining me once again. Thanks everyone that smashed the like button. That supports everything that we do. Whether you ever buy something, don't buy anything. I don't care. Just show up. We appreciate you a ton. Um, I hope you guys know that, and I hope we make that clear to you every single time you're here. Um, anyways, we, try, we hope to act more professional tomorrow. Have a great day.